Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into episode number 459 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's your boy KB coming at you with that solo dolo Sunday night into Monday morning goodness. Got the fills and union to talk about, plus something that uh, is going to involve our, our YouTube channel big time. It is the Underground Sports Philadelphia 1K Gauntlet Challenge. Stick around for that. You're not going to want to miss out on what we got cooking up for the YouTube viewers. Uh, but make sure you guys are following us on the socials at UndergroundPHI on Twitter, on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash UndergroundSportsPHI and twitch.tv slash UndergroundSportsPHI where you can catch every Wednesday night show live for the time being. That's where the show will be. Uh, but as that YouTube channel continues to grow, best believe everything's going to move over onto the YouTube. Uh, but we'll keep you updated on all of that. Uh, that's why you got to follow us on the socials. Make sure you check out our website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. Uh, it really does go a long way when you guys subscribe to the podcast feed. It helps more people find the show, helps us get on those charts and increase the numbies. Plus, we want those five-star ratings and reviews. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, so go check us out, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Your thoughts on the Phils, the Union, the Eagles, the Sixers, uh, and anything in between. Leave us your fun uh Old school baseball player names, all that good stuff. Go to all of our, our podcast feeds. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. And, of course, check out the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube uh, where you get full video episodes of every single Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast. That includes the main pod that you're watching slash listening to right now, Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full episodes of Outside the Box, Streamer Season, Top Bins, Get in the Hole, The Dan Russo Show, Eagles Enemies, and the Loaded Box Fantasy Football Podcast will be live on the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel starting more than likely sometime this week. It's fantasy football right around the corner. My draft is this week. Got a lot of stuff going with that, so make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Smash that like button, ring the bell icon so you don't miss a single second of the content that we're putting up out there, and comment down below, like I said. And uh, that Underground Sports Philadelphia Road to 1K Gauntlet. So we are curating a challenge from every single podcast on our network for the Road to 1K. Streamer season kicked this thing off. Uh, we're Dylan... 
my co-host Dylan Mazzola, an underground OG, uh, he will be cosplaying in a fan voted upon outfit of choice, costume of choice, uh, from a show that we have watched and reviewed on streamer season once we hit 1k, and I threw my half of the gauntlet down for streamer season where if the YouTube channel hits 1,000 subscribers, I have never watched Game of Thrones. I have a personal vendetta against the show, but we are watching House of the Dragon for streamer season for the next 10 weeks and now a season two as well um, at the very least. But if we hit 1,000 subscribers, I will be watching season one of Game of Thrones. The challenge is out there from there. Matt and I will be putting our own challenge out for Underground Sports Philadelphia. DJ and I will be putting out our own challenge from outside the box. Ben and Steve will be putting out their own 1K gauntlet challenge from getting the hole. And Matt and Dom will also be putting one out uh, from top bins. And I'm going to try and see if I can get Coach Russo to get in on the fun for the Dan Russo show as well. Maybe ask some of our Eagles enemies guests along the way if they have any thoughts on a challenge once we hit 1K for me to uh, to tap into. But subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. We are 775 subscribers away from 1,000. Let's make that thing happen. Uh, big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and of course... The Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Go to TomahawkShades.com and use code USP at checkout on your sunglasses, your blue light glasses, prescription lenses, and anything in between. TomahawkShades.com, code USP at checkout for 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. Kenwood Beer. Guys, they dropped some of the most fire merch I've ever seen in my life this past weekend. The, the Kenny Rope Hat, I have it coming on the way. And they got the It's a Bad Day to Be a Kenny shirt in their store as well. And you guys can also use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And the homies over at Bino. Go to BinoBoard.com. Check out the boards, the accessories, the merch and apparel. BinoBoard.com. And when you go to check out, use code USP for 25% off your order at BinoBoard.com. Dot com. Let's get into it. The fight in Phil's. Yes, they may have lost on Sunday, but you know what? They've been so red hot and so good. Every team loses a bad game, and that's exactly what Sunday was to the Pittsburgh Pirates. They lost 5-0, uh, but they go 6-1 and on this homestand. They sweep the Cincinnati Reds in four games, and then, uh, or I'm sorry, you know, not this homestand, this week, I should say, because they had the Mets uh, series as part of this homestand as well, but throughout this homestand, uh, they took one of the games from the Mets. Math is hard, guys. Uh, so they go one and three. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work and with the rise of streaming platforms new tv shows and movies are popping up every single week and it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch well that's where streamer season comes in the exclusive streaming platform 
discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. Five and three, six, seven and four on the homestand of 11 games. That's not too shabby. Um, And now you head on the road for six games before you come back home for six against Arizona and San Francisco, which I believe is the last West Coast road trip uh, of the season. Yes, it is. I mean, Houston and Atlanta are on the schedule as well on the road and Chicago, but out West, out West. Uh, So we'll have some late night fills this coming week. Uh, with that Friday game against San Francisco. And then uh, 3, 9.40 p.m. Eastern time starts out in Arizona starting on Monday. But the Phils did the damn thing, holding it down at home, go 7-4. and four. They are now sitting at a whopping 72-56 and 56 on the season. Uh, the Braves lose again on Sunday night baseball to the St. Louis Cardinals. So the Phils are six and a half games behind the Braves, and this is where I'm at right now, ladies and gents. Because with everything with the postseason and how the additional wild card coming into play and how the matchups will work, um, if the Phils end up being that second wild card team, they'll play three of uh, the best of three series. Excuse me, a best of three series down in Atlanta, uh, because wild card one hosts wild card two, uh, and then wild card three, which right now is the Padres. Don't know how much longer that's going to last, but we'll see. Uh, they would go to St. Louis for three and play the Cardinals in a three-game series. I want the Phils to have home games for this playoff series more than anything because Matt and I promised you guys, if you're a long-time listener of Underground Sports Philadelphia, Matt and I said way back in the day, Dom and I said way back in the day, Dylan and I said way back in the day, the year the Phils make the playoffs and end this playoff drought, we're going to a playoff game. Like, we're going to make it happen one way or another. And right now, the Phils being six and a half back in the wild card uh, of the Braves, it's doable. Those Braves series down the stretch here in September are going to be so meaningful that I'm just I'm exhilarated for it. You know, it's what are the uh, let's see, let's take a look at the schedule of what games are home and what games are on the road. So it's three in Atlanta and three at, or four at Citizens Bank Park. Seven games left. Like that is literally the lead right now. Um, so if we can go into that road Atlanta series with some stuff on the line, man, like. <laughs> That's all I need. That's all I want. I want those two Atlanta series remaining to be like playoff scenarios. And we might just have to go to one or two of those games towards the end of the season in in September because those games are going to be so electric if the Phils are within reach. Like the, the way the Phillies are playing right now and who the Braves have left on their schedule. Like I'm going to pull up the Braves schedule for you guys here. So, going into Monday, the Braves have an off day. The Phillies play. That's another huge P 
piece of, of elevation there for the Phils. They can gain some ground if they can beat the Diamondbacks. The Braves have three at home against Colorado starting on Tuesday, and then their weekend series is against Miami at at home. So the Braves are at home there. Then they go out west for a long West Coast road trip. Two in Oakland, day off. Three in Seattle, three in San Francisco before they come to Philadelphia. Or, I'm sorry, before they go back home to play the Phils. Then they play Washington for three. Then they come to Philly for four. Then they play Washington for three. Then they play the Mets for three. And then they go to Miami to end the season. That's the Braves' schedule. The Phils' schedule the rest of the way. Arizona for three. San Francisco for three. Off day on Labor Day. Then the Phils are home for three against Miami, three against Washington. Off day. Then they're three on the road against Miami, and then the first Brave series on the road. Then off day. Then they play Toronto for two at home, Atlanta for four at home. Off day. Then the Phils end on a long-ass road trip, but it's three against the Cubs. Hopefully, hopefully you get revenge from the post-All-Star break series and you sweep the Cubs at Wrigley. Uh, Then you have four against the Nationals, and then three on the road against the Houston Astros. I'm saying there is is truly an opportunity for the Phillies to end up in second place in the NL East if the Braves collapse. Like, that Braves schedule is not easy. That is not an easy schedule. Colorado is a wild card every single time you play them. Miami, they're always out for blood. Seattle's a playoff team. San Francisco's fighting for their playoff lives. Two series against the Phils, and then a series against the Mets. That's a tough-ass schedule down the stretch for the Braves, and it leaves the door wide open for the Phils to potentially be sitting in second place in the NL East come the end of the season and hosting that wild-card series against the Braves. Like, the Phils would be at home, which would be immense home field advantage first postseason series since 2011 at the bank that's massive like I know people are are ho-hum about the Pirates game today but like if the Phils would have won that's more ammunition to keep moving on up in the standings to get to that number one wild card which is very much in reach like we've seen the Phils come back to win the division seven back with 17 to play in play for the Phils right now, rest of the season, how many games are left? 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 20, 24, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34 games left for the Phils. 34 games left. With And they're six and a half back. I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibility that we are sitting here in that first weekend post, you know, October, first post-October weekend that the Phils are getting ready to host a wild card game. That's crazy to think about, but it's like it's truly within grasp if the Phillies can continue to play legit baseball like they have been since they fired Joe Girardi. Bryce Harper's now back, gets the unbelievable, you know, ovation coming back to the bank. Uh, He hits that two-run RBI single 
in his first at-bat to drive guys in and get the place absolutely buzzing. This team is a is a is a problem, and Bryce said it post game when he was on with Tom McCarthy and John Crux, saying like this team's going to be a problem when we get to the postseason because we are so talented. This lineup has Gene Segura hitting eighth in a normal lineup. That's crazy to think about. Gene was the number two hitter last year in this lineup. The way that the Phillies are clicking right now is like a god dream for this team. You're going to have September call-ups where you get to add two more guys to this team. Uh, more than likely, my guess would be, I don't know what pitcher you're going to add because you can only add one pitcher, but my guess hitting-wise is like either Johan Camargo or, or Jairo Munoz comes up. Um, that would be my guess. Brandon Marsh is on his way back too. He got activated from the injured list uh, heading into the weekend, so that's also big for the center field defense, get Matt Veerling back on the bench a little bit and not expose him as much. Um, but like, it's wild to think that come the end of September, if things go the way that we envision them, the Phillies could be getting set to be hosting a wild card series against the Atlanta Braves to end their playoff drought of 10 years. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already down. know. You it's more already know. I think that's how it always goes. Like, like 45 minutes, and we're at like Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. Call me crazy, but I feel I feel like it's in the cards, and I feel like it can really happen. Uh, and it all, you know, the journey to that starts Monday night against the Diamondbacks. You got to take care of business when the Braves are not playing, and just continue to you know chip away at some of the ground that's there. And then when you play the Braves, you got to go all out, balls to the wall, pedal to the metal, and really take it to them in those seven games that you play them, because that's where you're going to make up the most ground, obviously. But call me crazy, Phillies, Braves, these two final series in September are going to be like a playoff atmosphere down in Atlanta and in Philadelphia, and I'm totally here for it. It's going to be fucking electric, and uh, thinking of all of that, we're going to be probably putting some props over with our homies over at Pickup because of this. <laughs> uh, this math that I've been mathing. You guys can go to playpickup.com, start playing the hottest headlines in sports, including the season-long NL East run differential prop that we put up way back in March and April. 
for the NL East. You guys can rack up points on your fan profiles, cash them in for prizes on the pickup marketplace. That's playpickup.com. Right now, the NL East run differential, the Atlanta Braves are leading the way, even though they're in second place with a plus 138 run differential on the season. The New York Mets at a plus 127. The Phils at a plus 79. The Marlins at a minus 71. And the stolen franchise below 500 finishing Washington Nationals at a minus 216. And they have the worst record in baseball, but hopefully not for long. I need the Pirates to keep losing. Phils almost did me real, real good sweeping them out. But uh, as you guys know, I put that that season-long bet that the Pirates were going to have the worst record in baseball this year. Right now, they're sitting in third for the worst record, but I need them to keep losing. Uh, and the Pirates have a negative 196 run differential, which is the second worst in all of baseball. Uh, and they currently have the third worst record in all of baseball, just behind the Nationals and barely just behind the Oakland A's. Um, I believe the Dodgers still leading the way. Best run differential in the entire league at plus 285. And the Yankees leading the American League with a plus 194 run differential in all of baseball. So that's your your NL East run differential and your Major League Baseball run differential check-in. Um, there was a report today. I don't know if it was directly from them, but I did see Destiny Legardo tweet about it that Zach Eflin uh, is going to be traveling with the team out west this uh, this road trip, which is very intriguing. Uh, there's a possibility that she said that Zach Eflin returns this year to pitch. It would be out of the bullpen, um, which I've been saying for months now since Eflin got hurt. Like, if you're going to bring him back, use him as a weapon out of the bullpen, make this bullpen deeper and extend them a little bit. Um, that's what you need. Like, reinforcements out the wazoo. Let Zach Eflin come in and be like a two-inning workhorse out of the bullpen for you down the stretch and potentially in the postseason that'll be huge so we'll see what happens with Eflin on this road trip um but it looks like for your pitching matchups in Arizona it's going to be Ranger Suarez against Madison Bumgarner on Monday night Aaron Nola against Zach Gallon. that's a phenomenal pitching duel on Tuesday night and then on Wednesday, it's going to be Bailey Falter taking the place of Zach Wheeler, who's now on the injured list, going up against Tommy Henry. Um, Phil should sweep that series. The Diamondbacks are not a good team. Uh, I don't even know what their record is, to be honest. I know they're in last place or close to last place in the NL West. They're 59-67. and 67. Um, You should be able to sweep the Diamondbacks. Go out there. Take care of business. Do not take them lightly. Just go full throttle and uh, head to head to San Francisco after this series and absolutely kick the Giants in the teeth and uh, pretty much eliminate them from playoff contention is what the Phils can do when it comes to the San Francisco Giants this coming weekend. The Giants are now seven and a half games out of a wild card spot. They're donezo if the Phils can take care of them, um, which is pretty awesome. But yeah, it, it's good vibes right now with the Phils, 72 and 56. I think I put the Phillies in for how many wins did I say for the fightings this year? I know we posted it on our Instagram. Let's see. Matt and I had our preseason 
run predict or win predictions. Matt had 85, I had 89. Um, so we'll see how those wins all play out for us. Um, but I mean, we're <laughs> we're both super close in terms of getting to those win totals, which is pretty freaking awesome. Because um, who would have known? You know, end of May that that's where the Phillies would be with Joe Girardi at the helm on pace for 68 wins. And now they are uh, well on their way to, I don't even know what their win pace is right now. Let's see if I can pull this up. Phillies win pace. Um, they're on pace for their highest win total since 2011. This is from two days ago via the cold wire. Um, they are on pace to win 90 plus games, which is insane. Baseball reference a couple days ago, gave the Phillies a 96.1% chance to make the postseason and a 2.3 chance to win the world series. That's pretty freaking crazy. Um, let's see, do they have an actual win pace? Oh, look at that sports illustrated Ben silver shout out, shout out to Ben silver. Um, talking about how the Phillies could win 96 games and host a postseason series. Do I follow Ben? have to check that later but i've been saying that you know it's pretty possible so we'll see if the phillies can pull that off um maybe getting zach eflin back as a reinforcement getting some of these uh these guys healthy too like brandon marsh and stuff like that will be huge in terms of just lengthening the bench lengthening the bullpen and the phils are well on their way ladies and gents to making the postseason for the first time since 2011 so let's get excited and paint the town red because we got a red october on the horizon. Uh, and we also have the Philadelphia Union doing the damn thing. They are easily the best team in MLS right now. They beat uh, Colorado on Saturday night 6-0. It is their fourth such win this season of beating a team by six or more goals. Uh, they did it on Saturday, August 27th against Colorado. Like I said, Saturday, August 20th against DC United. They did it, uh, on July 30th against the Houston Dynamo. And then I believe it came in that notorious seven, nothing win against DC United on July 8th. Those are the four six, nothing or better wins in union history. So all four of the Union's six nothing or better victories in team history have come in the last 10 matches and have come all in 2022. It is the most of such kind of win in MLS history. They have the most 6 nothing plus wins uh, in MLS history with four, and they've all come in the last 10 matches. That's absolutely insane. This team is on fire. Uh, you know, last week when I was talking about, you know, the standings and everything with the supporter shield LAFC had a match against Austin this past week as well 
which I was keeping very close tabs on, uh, and LAFC ended up dropping that match in embarrassing fashion. 4-1 was the final tally there on Friday night. LA has a match on uh, Wednesday against Houston, and then Sunday against Real Salt Lake um, before they wrap up against FC Dallas, Minnesota, Houston again, Portland, and Nashville. But the standings for the Supporters' Shield is what I'm most intrigued by with uh, the MLS right now because LAFC, they were kind of the top dogs for quite some time. They still are in the lead for the Supporters' Shield and best uh, points record in MLS right now with 57 points. But the Philadelphia Union, after their massive win against Colorado, they are the only team in the Eastern Conference with 50-plus points this season so far with 54. The next closest is Montreal with 49. Um, but the Union are 15-4 are and four with nine draws this year, a plus 37 goal differential, which is by far and away the best in the entire Eastern Conference. And it is the best in all of MLS with uh, LAFC having a 26-goal differential being the next closest. There's a legit shot that the Union can win the Supporter Shield because LAFC have matches against, like I said, Real Salt Lake, FC Dallas, Minnesota, Portland, Nashville, which in the Western Conference for everybody out there, Minnesota is the three seed in the West. FC Dallas is the four seed. Nashville is the five seed. Uh, Real Salt Lake is the six seed. And Portland right now is the eight seed. So they have matches against... We all know the traditional big four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey. Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. So the top teams in the West. Like, all top teams in the West the rest of the way for LAFC, where the Union the rest of the way uh, have matches against Atlanta United on Wednesday, the New York Red Bulls on Saturday, Orlando City the following Saturday, Atlanta United on September 17th, uh, September 25th their match against Pachuca, which I don't know if that counts towards uh, their overall record or anything like that. Uh, then they have a match October 1st against Charlotte, and then they wrap up at home against Toronto on October 9th, which for the people at home, so that is Atlanta United twice, the Red Bulls, Orlando City, Charlotte, and Toronto. The Red Bulls are the four seed, Orlando's the five seed, Atlanta United is the 11 seed, and Charlotte is the 12 seed in the East right now. Biggest matches against the four seed in the East, who are ten points behind the Union. I think the the Supporter Shield could be coming back home. The Union obviously won the Supporter Shield back in 2020. Um, I think there's a real legit shot that they could end up winning the Supporter Shield again in 2022. Bring that thing home. 
Andre Blake has been playing phenomenally. This offense, in terms of production, has been absolutely unstoppable uh, in that match against Colorado. Gazdag scored, uh, I believe, three times. Yes, hat trick for Gazdag. Julian Carranza, my guy, scored as well. Corey Burke scored. Matthew Real scored in this one as well. And they limited Colorado to six shots in this entire game where the Union had 26 shots. Possession percentage was 60-40 in favor of the Union. Um, they played a clean game, no yellow cards, no red cards. Uh, Union were only offsides twice. They only had three corners. Um, they they outpassed Colorado. They almost doubled them up, 530-354. to 354. It was just a, a beautiful match for the Union, and they just continue to dazzle and blow people away in the MLS right now, which is just fucking awesome. Like, I'm, I'm so stoked to watch this team continue to progress and continue to just develop and play as well as they have. And if you're not paying attention to the Union, I don't know what you're doing because it's, uh, it's a successful team in Philadelphia, and they always are. They're the most consistent team in the city. And they deserve as many eyeballs as you're giving the Eagles in preseason games that they're getting blown out 48-10 to 10 because they're playing guys who aren't going to be on this team next week. Just saying. Um, yeah, the Eagles lose to the Dolphins. The Dolphins were playing their starters. Nothing to be up in arms about. It's going to be fine. Uh, we'll see who gets cut You know, in the coming days with roster cuts going down to 53. Um, I have no idea who's on the bubble because I didn't watch a lick of preseason football because I am not a sicko when we have a playoff-bound baseball team, a playoff-bound soccer team. Uh, there's things that you should be watching over preseason football that doesn't mean a goddamn thing. Um, and speaking of got, like I said at the top of the show, uh, I watched episode two tonight, House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones spinoff is here. We are breaking it down every single episode of streamer season alongside with She-Hulk breakdowns on those same episodes uh, with myself and Dylan Mazzola. But go check out the first episode. It was a, a blast to record. I'm sure I'll be watching the episode again as well. But make sure you guys submit your Dragon Scrolls. That's what we're calling our fan-submitted theories over there for House of the Dragon. And yes, I'm plugging it on this show because I think streamer season deserves that love. Not just because I'm a host on it, but because I think it's a successful product that you guys should be paying attention to. And it's part of our Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube Road to 1K Gauntlet Challenge that if we get our YouTube channel up to 1,000 subscribers, I will watch Season 1 of Game of Thrones, which I never watch Game of Thrones. I have a personal vendetta against it because of uh, my entire family watched it when it was out. And I got subjected to watching, long story short, Game 7 against the Raptors, which ended up being the Kawhi shot, not in my superstition playoff chair that I watched every Eagles Super Bowl road, you know, road to the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl in that chair and every single Sixers playoff game that year in that chair for the games that I was not at. And then the Kawhi shot happens while my entire family's watching Game of Thrones. So superstitious about it, I... I excommunicated Game of Thrones from my life, but we're watching the House of the Dragon for streamer season. So I put the 1K Gauntlet Challenge out there. It's the Underground Gauntlet 
Think of it like Thanos collecting Infinity Stones. We're going to have challenges from every single podcast on our network. And uh, part of my stream, part of the streamer season challenges, if we get to 1,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel, I will watch season one of Game of Thrones. Season one of Game of Thrones will be viewed by these two eyeballs if we get to 1,000 subscribers. So if you want me to be subjected to watching Game of Thrones, subscribe to the YouTube channel, smash that like button, ring the bell icon so you don't miss a single second of the action that we're bringing on the YouTube channel. Uh, full video episodes of Underground Sports Philadelphia, Outside the Box, Get in the Hole, Top Bins, Streamer Season, the Loaded Box Fantasy Football Podcast will be coming to the YouTube channel very soon. Uh, the Dan Russo Show with myself and Coach Russo, Eagles Enemies, all of that is on the YouTube channel, so you don't want to miss a single second of that. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Follow us on the socials at UndergroundPHI on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. And if you want to sponsor the podcast, be uh, you know advertising with us, be a partner with us, email us at undergroundsportsphi at gmail.com. To get in the whole podcast hosted by Stephen McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get in the Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Subscribe to the podcast feed as well. That's where that's where we got our start. Subscribe to the podcast feed. That still matters. Even though we're pushing the YouTube as well, subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, like I said. And uh, big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, Tomahawk Shades, Pickup, Kenwood Beer, and Bino Board. All of their info and our promo codes and links are all in the description on YouTube and in the show notes on audio. This has been episode number 459 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Let's go, Phils. Let's get to that number one wild card spot. Let's make that happen. I need it like I need oxygen. I want the Phils hosting that wild card round series against the Braves rather than having to be in Atlanta for it. And let's keep it rolling for the union. Let's bring that supporter shield home where it belongs. Uh, let's keep it rocking and rolling. We'll be live on Wednesday night, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI with myself and Matt talking fills, talking union and uh, a whole lot more, probably fantasy football draft prep from yours truly and checking in on Matt's best ball journey. Uh, because my fantasy football draft will be on Thursday night. Got a lot going on this Thursday. It's going to be a doozy. But I'm your boy KB. Let's get the YouTube channel to 1K. I appreciate the living hell out of you guys. You're the fucking best. And uh, until Wednesday night for episode 460, this has been 459 of USP. I'm getting the heck out of here and signing off. Peace. Peace.